right, we got Emily Fletcher from Ziva Meditation. Not that this is a podcast right now, but, <laughs> but I we're gonna feel make it like it is because like we is. have done three of them. <laughs> yeah. and we should probably do another one. Yes, I'm very down. soon. I want to be your most interviewed person on your podcast. <laughs> you will be at, at number four. Wow, yeah. we've really done three. Uh, yeah, we've done three. No, we have. Okay. Killing it. Killing, Killing it. it. Killing it. But this is for under ordinary. So, um, but I think a lot of great, great ideas around it because your book, uh, Stress Less, Accomplish More just came out. And there's a whole chapter on aging, mm-hmm. um, which I would love to hear a little bit about. Mm-hmm. Um, but first of all, first question is what is your mission and passion in this world? Mm. My mission is to eradicate unnecessary suffering from the planet. I like that. Just that. That's, that's, <laughs> just that little that's small a, mission. Just a small little mission. <laughs> and notice that I say unnecessary suffering, because <laughs> I do think that some suffering is part of the human experience. You know, like pain is part of life. So it's not about not, never having pain, but like unnecessary suffering, like insomnia, anxiety, overwhelm, like these are solvable problems. Yeah. And when you have a tool to solve them, I don't understand why we're not using it. Absolutely. I mean, meditation has been huge. Mm. Actually, that would be the second step is how do you, um, how are you, how, how are you doing your plan to achieve your mission? Yeah. By making meditation more attractive and more accessible than ever before. Cause everyone knows they should be meditating at this point. The science is in, no <laughs> yeah. one's effing meditating. <laughs> right. You know, like everyone thinks they're too busy to meditate. And when people say they're too busy to meditate, what they're saying is, I'm prioritizing things that make me money over things that make me happy. Yeah. And to that, I say, what if it was a tool that would help you make more money and make you happier? Yeah. Right? And like, it doesn't matter what selfish reasons you start meditating for. Eventually, you're going to be kinder. You're going to be more creative. You're going to mm. be more present. You're going to be more altruistic. Because no matter... Like meditation doesn't know or care if the reason that you started was to be more productive. Still, the empathy center of your brain is going to grow if you're actually doing it every day. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So define age. Mm, How many times you've circled the sun? Ooh. (laughs) In, In terms of number or because... Well, I mean, I think age, there's a chronological age and there's your biological age. And then I think you could also say there's your emotional age. Mm. So there's your actual age, like how many times have you circled the sun? There's your chronological age, which is how old is your body? And and that's, you know, we can now determine that. We can see like how long or short your telomeres are. Right. Um, but then there's also your emotional age. How old do you feel? And I think those are three very different things for a lot of folks. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so then that said, what is your perspective on aging and getting mm. older? And Well, I'm going to be 40 in three days. So this is an interesting time to ask that question. Happy birthday. Thank you. 40 is a big one. 40 is a big one. Although 30 felt more significant to me. And I don't know if that's because I had just started meditating Mm. when I turned 30. And so I was still scared of it. And I am Southern and I was single and being a Southern single lady turning 30, there's all these like aunt voices in your head and grandma (laughs) voices in your head of you're going to die alone with cats eating your face. And, um, and so 30 felt more significant to me. 40, I just feel excited about it. I'm just like, bring it. Yeah. I feel like I really rocked my 30s. And I'm excited for what this new chapter will bring. To me, 40s suggests you don't have to prove yourself anymore. You're strong. It suggests power. It suggests go time. It suggests yeah. 
like that transition point between hustle and giving back. Yeah. Uh, like that's to me what their forties represent, or at least they do for me. Yeah. Um, but I think that aging as a society is something we need to re-examine yeah. because we're chasing, I think all too often we're chasing youth and what we should be doing is chasing health. And that's why I, I have a chapter in my book called the legit fountain of youth. And the very first thing I address is I, I hesitated even calling this chapter the, the legit fountain of youth because I think it's dumb to chase youth. Like you can never reverse mm the direction of your aging. Like we're all hurtling towards the grave from right. the moment the sperm hits the egg, you know, guaranteed you're hurtling yeah. towards the grave. And instead of treating death, like it is this avoidable tragedy, which is neither avoidable, nor does it have to be a tragedy. I think if you just look death right in the face, know it's coming, it allows you to live more intensely while we're here mm -hmm. and it doesn't really matter i mean what's that cheesy quote of it's not the how many moments how many moments you have in your life but how much life you have in your year how many years you have in your life but how much life you have in your years i'm mm -hmm. bastardizing that quote i don't know who it's from <laughs> but i think that that's a really um beautiful thing it's about how joyous is each moment yeah. that we're making not how many of them yeah uh and what I have found is that with meditation and exercise and therapy and supplements and all the stuff that we do to make ourselves healthy, then life is just as enjoyable at 40 as it was at 20. You know, maybe more so because I'm not hungover all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Totally get that. Totally get that. So that's partially goes into the next question. What, what three healthy habits have you practiced to keep your mind, body, mind, and soul young and vibrant? Well, meditation certainly goes as number one on that because now meditation can actually reverse your body age by somewhere between eight and 15 years. Wow. And that study is coming out from Wake Forest and Tufts University. From Tufts, they're saying eight years. Wake Forest is saying 15 years. And again, I'm not interested in chasing youth, but I think that what we consider to be a normal 40-year-old or 50-year-old is not necessarily what nature intended. I think right. it's normal because we're all six stressed and tired. And so we think we assume that 40 looks bad and feels bad, but I think that 40 does not necessarily have to be unhealthy or aging or over the hill. Right. Um, I remember when I was seven years old, I went to my dad's 40th birthday party and it was his over the hill party. And I was like, what, what do you mean over the hill? Over what hill? What does that even mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm rambling a little bit, but so meditation reverses your body age by somewhere between eight and 15 years. I've been doing that now for 11 years. Um, and I, and I have reversed my own body age. Like I was going gray at the end of my twenties. I'm going to be 40 in three days. I have like one gray hair. I, um, wow. I don't really get sick that often. I, my sleep is better. I cure my insomnia. And so if you're sleeping then your body is regenerating each night, yeah. which makes you feel younger and more vibrant. Um, so meditation is definitely number one. Um, my other one is, nutrition, but I'll add like specifically, I do this smoothie in the morning that I find just like sets me up for the day. And it's pretty intense. I've just changed it from my pregnant breastfeeding smoothie to now like maybe, <laughs> so you don't want to look like you're pregnant anymore smoothie. <laughs> and our friend Max Lugavir, I've used some of his tricks. So instead of using banana, I'm using cauliflower as the base. Oh, interesting. Still makes it kind of creamy. I've taken out the cherries, put in some blueberries, taken mm. out the almond butter, 
and just, you know, it's just like a little less fat filled and sugar filled these days. Fair um, it's just like cauliflower, dark berries, greens, raw egg, oat milk, protein powder, and collagen. That's a good one for reversing body age. Collagen. Ooh, collagen. Because collagen is the thing that allows your, to, your skin and your hair to regenerate and your nails. Ooh. So I take collagen. Because after 35, your body stops producing as much collagen naturally. So you want to make sure that you're creating the precursors and supplementing with collagen. I like that. Mm-hmm. So meditation, nutrition, slash collagen, and exercise. It's not that deep. It's not that hard. We all know what we should be doing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just whether you fucking do it or not. <laughs> yeah, doing it creating the time for it mm-hmm. um how does your message or methodology methodology help people age gracefully mm. well because every day twice a day with ziva you are moving beyond your individuality and tapping into totality mm. so you're moving beyond the piece of you that is identified with this body and tapping into the piece of you that is identified with everyone and everything it's these mini transcendences which is preparing you for the big transcendence of, you know, moving from this life to whatever happens next. And I think if you're practicing dying every day, twice a day, it makes the ultimate death not that terrifying. And again, it's like you're looking death in the face every day, twice a day. And I think that allows you to actually live while you're here. And it's giving your body rest that's five times deeper than sleep. So it's like a supercharged power nap. So you're more energized, more refreshed, more awake on the other side. Beautiful. Uh, how can one stay young while getting older? <laughs> <laughs> Learning. Yeah. Energy either creates or it destroys. And so if you're not actively growing, learning, taking your brain to the gym with meditation, reading, new languages, then it, then it will start to atrophy. Mm-hmm. Just like it becomes harder <clears throat> to build muscle mass as you age, it's same with the brain. If you're not using it, then it starts to atrophy. And that does not mean it is definitely going to atrophy. We used to think that neurogenesis stopped somewhere in your like mid forties, but now we know neurogenesis can happen well into your eighties and nineties. If you have the right things in place, like sex, sunshine, getting your feet on the planet earth, meditation, exercise, and nutrition. Like if you have all those pieces in place, then your brain can generate new brain cells up until your eighties. So what we used to think was true about the brain that we just like get sick and die. There's just this slow decline to the grave. That's crap. It's just based on what's normal in our society, which I would suggest is not inherently natural. Yeah. So get your brain cells in now while you can. Yeah. And just keep growing, learning, taking your brain to the gym so that it doesn't atrophy. Yeah. Or growing them now so that by the time you turn 80, you're like, you have tons of, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. So many brain cells in the bank account to burn up. I love it. it. (laughs) How do you feel your age relates to you and your community? Oh, well, I think that I've sort of assumed this role of being a quote unquote elder. Like I think anyone who steps into the role of teacher is suggesting like, Hey, I have a body of knowledge that's going to make your life better, Mm. which is usually a role that we assign to elders. And so I felt like when I started, when I was in my late twenties, early thirties. So I felt like I spent a lot of that time proving myself or trying to gain stature or validate myself. And now I feel like I will have to do less of that partially just because I have a, a body of 
experience behind me and more students, but also I think that my age will help with that. Med- being a meditation teacher is one of the few jobs where your age, like the older you are, like the better it gets. Right. <laughs> very, very true. What advice would you give to someone uh, as they grow older? To stop chasing youth and instead chase health. You know, if you're really optimized and your brain and your body and your spirit are all feeling healthy and vibrant, then you're going to celebrate the age that you are. And you'll celebrate all the life experiences that you've had along the way that have given you the wisdom and the tools to feel as vibrant and as happy as you do. But if you regret your choices, if you are um, feel like you're mourning missed opportunities, if you spend your life rehearsing the future and reviewing the past, then every age sucks. Yeah. Beautifully said. Thanks. Well, thank you. Ah, Easy peasy. We're done. All right. All right. All right. (laughs)